Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Kia Welcome to the World in Sport from RNZ Pacific. I'm Korovaka Uta. This week, Vanuatu hopes to use this month's Youth Olympics as a springboard for future success. The Solomons Rugby League team opens its Emerging Nations World Championship campaign and their PNG cricket side searches for more matches. But first, Fijian Rugby League international Ilone Vunakete has been forced to retire after suffering multiple concussions. Vunakete copped his latest head knock while playing for the Interest Cup side Wiong in the postseason. The 31-year-old prop played just nine games for the Sydney Roosters in the NRL, but represented the Fiji Bati over the course of 15 tests and two World Cups. Vunakete told Vinnie Wiley how he was inspired to represent his Fijian heritage. I think it was 2003. The Rugby Union World Cup was on in, in Australia, and I, I was watching. I was um, watching Fiji lose a World Cup progressive round for them into the final stages. And Penny Dowdow scored a, a, a pretty cool couple of tries for Fiji on the wing against Scotland. When they lost, I said to myself that day, I said, "One day I'm going to go and play for Fiji." So I think I would have been 16 at the time. Yeah, so I made that dedication to myself in a good way, I guess. Um, people told me. That, that, I, that I wasn't good enough, but uh, I used that as fuel for my fire to uh, to keep me driven and and kept chasing my, my goals and whirlwind this year. In a way, I, I was lucky enough to see a lot of the world while doing so and playing for, for Toulouse in France. I mean, I, I was lucky enough to also play at Wembley in a World Cup semi against Australia, and yeah, it's sort of a, it's almost like a, a backwards career. Really, I did it all in sort of reverse order, and yeah, just to, to see the boys win the grand final on Sunday was just not sort of the cream on top just to uh, to finish it all off. In terms of your Fijian heritage, I think it's your father was born in Fiji, is that right? Yep, my dad's from Tabo level, uh, the north of uh, the main island of the Fiji, Fiji level there. So you were obviously born in Sydney and, and grew up in Australia, but how how has your Fijian heritage um, played a part in your upbringing? Well, I was born in, in Paddington, which is sort of a stone throw away from uh, where Roosters are based at uh, Allianz Stadium there. Mum's from Victoria in, in Australia, and dad's from um, Tabo in Fiji, or Fiji is a Playing rugby union, playing country. By all rights, I shouldn't be playing rugby league at all. In terms of culture and heritage, my folks split when I was eight, but I've stayed really close to my dad all along, and I, I really try to take whatever Fijian lessons I, I can get off him. With the Fijian side of things, uh, the, the more and more I headed back over to Fiji after uh, being able to play for them, I, I laid down some more big uh, cultural roots. I, Lucky enough to experience a lot of um, opportunities to be immersed in the culture through um, some of the cool stuff that we got to do with the Fijian team along the way. With heading back to Fiji as often as we could, I'd always been embraced with open arms by my family. And in terms of like how I hold myself as a rugby league player, I feel you've got to tap into your your primal side and that Fijian culture and, and heritage runs strongly through my veins and uh, helps help me, I guess, tap into a source to be able to enable me to to play to my. Stability. There's a strong 
connection from uh, my heritage there to my uh, ability and, and a lot of things that I do. Being a part of the Bharti team and, and you know as International Rugby League has really kicked up a gear or two in the last few years, what does that mean to, as people increasingly take more of an interest in, in the Pacific Nations and the international game gets more competitive? Oh, it's great, man. It's great, great for the game. The Pacific space is really a sleeping giant there. Um, we're built in favour of the game where our, with our, uh, our body shapes and sizes and, and athleticism. So to see that, I am basically sort of seeing uh, Islanders progress. It's really great to see the growth of the game in the region and, and the development of the players and things only bigger and better things to come in the future. For the future, mate, I can't wait to see uh, one of the six countries knock off the, the top three, I guess, England, Australia, New Zealand. Obviously, you guys got that sort of experience at the World Cup last year where you beat New Zealand in the uh, quarterfinals. So, uh, you know, everyone talks about the Tonga match, but uh, of course, you guys were, were there pulling off the upsets as well. And obviously your career has come to something of a premature end. When did you find out that this was going to be it, that you were going to have to call it a day? A month or so ago. Uh, so in terms of protocol, when you have concussion, I'd had three noted for the season, and that's usually the, the indicator that after the third, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to have, have time off. We luckily had a, had a buy that weekend. So in terms of uh, concussion protocol, you, after a certain amount, you're supposed to have a set period of time off. In terms of my testing, I'd... I passed all my testing. I did speak to a neurosurgeon at the time, and uh, his advice was to no longer really risk my brain taking any more, any more risk of injury. So it's been about a month that I knew that that was uh, going to be the case, and uh, it's been a uh, not rough, just emotional ride, really. I'd always planned to try and play for the next World Cup, representing Fiji again. It's hard in a way because I feel like I'm, I'm really not done at all with the game. I mean, I. I can't complain though. I've I've achieved achieved everything I set out to achieve. Still tough that it's uh, premature, and I still I feel I had a lot more to offer to the game. So I just have to find another way to, to channel that now. Yeah, and, and you mentioned three concussions, uh, you know, playing this season, but you've had a lot more than that, haven't you? Albeit very very mild, I I, I know now. <laughs> yeah, there was I think three there that I vaguely recall. So there's a couple there. Yeah, some do sneak by. And some go unnoticed, so it's, it's part of the game, unfortunately. I suppose when you've got your family and uh, your kids to think about, um, these are the hard decisions you have to make because you want to be there for them going forward. Exactly right, mate. Yeah, my kids range in age from uh, five down to three months. I have, I have three three daughters and a son. So, uh, yeah, moving forward in life, I have to provide for them as best I can. And risking the brain is uh, not going to be a way to do that, I don't think. That's retiring Fijian international Eloni Vunikete. Vanuatu is hoping to use this month's Youth Olympics in Buenos Aires to launch the senior careers of a number of athletes. Team Vanuatu will compete against 4,000 athletes aged 15 to 18 from over 200 countries in the Argentinian capital across 10 days of competition starting this weekend. Their chef de mission, Yannick Jacobi, told me how the team, including 22 athletes and eight officials, was looking ahead of the event. The team's looking good. They're actually on, on the way. They will be on the way very soon to, to Buenos Aires. 
And in terms of uh, the the team itself, I know you've got a, a large team, including uh, people in the hockey team now. Uh, one of the new events uh, is that uh, somewhere or something an event that you think Vanuatu can make an impact in. Um, it will be complicated because we all know that the Pacific nation have um, a lake in competition, making that they have less experience compared to big nation. But who knows? We never know what's can happen. And of course, um, Vanuatu does have a great history in beach volleyball. Uh, possibly that could be a strength? Uh, that Yes, I would say. But this is uh, still the junior and they have less experience than the, the senior senior girls. But I think they, they, can, do, they, they can do great. Uh, as long as they play the games and uh, with confidence, I don't know why... Uh, they can't do a good performance. Uh, where, where do you think the strengths are of the Vanuatu team, the, the hopes, if you like? For us, for us, it will be mainly like getting more experience. And then um, the strengths, like it's a big team, I would say. So we'll be like more people supporting each other. And this event, um, I know that uh, Vanuatu in the past, this event has been a great pathway uh, to go on to bigger things, to senior events. Uh, speak about the importance of this for uh, the future of Vanuatu sport. Uh, yes, uh, those those youth events are really important for us because um, it's uh, showing uh, the way to go for, for the athletes and uh, what are the, um, the top-level players. So they will gain experience from that, that game, that youth game, and um, from the other event in the region in Oceania. But this is a good experience for them, yeah. And obviously you're in kind of overseeing the larger group. It's also a great experience off off the field, off the court as well, isn't it? Um, being overseas somewhere like Argentina, what are the conditions, the facilities like? The facilities looks great uh, for the for the village. It's it's great. It's a bit cold, I would say, for the um, for the Pacific nation, apart from maybe New Zealand. But uh, yeah, otherwise the atmosphere now all the most of the athletes, I mean, some of the athletes are already here, and you can see the the difference how it's um, vibrant and uh, yeah, lots of activities happening just before the game so uh, even before the opening of the the game so um, it will be great for the for the um, for the kids to discover um, what are the Im- ambience and uh, in the game and for you that's the biggest takeaway that you want for this group of athletes is experience for us yes it's um, mainly ex- gaining experience and to going back in Vanuatu share experience and um, why not integrate which is the main objective after that that game is to integrate the the senior team in uh, one or two years and uh, yeah perform perform well uh, at the senior level. Great, and you've got a lot of messages of support from home too. Uh, definitely, yes, all the people are supporting. So I'm I'm guess guessing they are waiting for the posting of the first results and the first um, the first game uh, little video that we will do try to do and um, to post on Facebook and social media. The hockey and the beach volleyball are on the should be on the court on on the seven the first uh, the day after the opening so um, we have to see uh, to make them rest well. That's Vanuatu shift the mission Yannick Jacobi.
The Solomon Islands Rugby League team has opened its Emerging Nations World Championship campaign with a 30-22 loss to Turkey in the New South Wales town of Windsor. The Melanesian side conceded the first try of the game in the second minute and trailed 20-6 at half-time. Turkey extended their lead to 24 points early in the second half before Solomon Islands crossed for three tries in the final 11 minutes to show a glimpse of what they're capable of. Solomon's coach John Jewis told Vinnie Wiley a poor start proved costly. It was one of them games where we just we just didn't start. Well, we had a few guys. There was actually four guys making their debut at any international level for them, which was a bit tough. And I think they got a little bit overawed by the situation, a little bit nervous. We made a lot of what you call nervous errors in the first 20 minutes, dropping balls and you know probably not reacting to what we should do. But at the start, they were very. They scored some good tries with some um, you know, positive play. But you know you can't compete if you give them. 70% of the ball in the first 20 minutes. It's very hard to compete. Obviously, a, a few tries in that final 10 minutes. Um, what, what do you think that will mean to your players' confidence levels going forward? We had a discussion at half-time, like we're down to 22-6, to six, and we discussed that if we actually you know, held our own with 20 minutes to go, we were confident we could come out of the top because they had some bigger boys. And you know, we did that. You know, the last 20 minutes, we competed and controlled the ball, and you know, we scored tries. So for the guys... You know, like I said, competing in their first tournament, they'll get a lot out of that going into the next game against Hong Kong. I guess that's the beauty of this competition, isn't it? That um, I, you know, Vanuatu Solomon's have played a few games in recent years, but a lot of these countries haven't. And and if you do, it's it's very rare. So to to have a guaranteed three or four games is uh, you know a real blessing. It's really good for them. Um, for the Solomon Islands, it's probably a build up for the 2019 Pacific Games, which is in Samoa. That's sort of where we'll focus that until we got invited to this tournament. Yeah, for the guys, I'm sure over the next four games they'll improve with a bit of video analysis and a bit of coaching, which we can get from, you know, you know they don't get that in the Solomons, you know what I mean? So, you know, they'll get that here and so they should learn and they should be better in their structures and their positional play and understanding what their roles are in the team. In terms of your squad, you mentioned four debutants. Uh, are they all based in Solomon Islands? Have you got any Australian-based players? What's the mix? No, our whole team, um, bar one player who has, who has been in the Solomons, everyone in the squad is homegrown. There's no overseas players at all in our team. So it was a pretty good effort against, you know, a team from Turkey, which had, I think it was only five players that came from overseas. The rest were from Australia. And going into the match, what what, what did you know about Turkey? And, and going into the tournament, do you know much about the other teams in your pool? It's really hard because you don't get much, because they don't play very much footy in Turkey themselves, you don't get to see much, you know, about them. And because they had squads, of, you know, they named squads of 35, it's hard to work out who's actually going to be in their team. So probably in the next couple of games will be better because now all the games are televised on Bar TV and we actually get the link so we can watch their games as well. So we'll probably get a better understanding of how their, their strengths and their weaknesses as the other teams over the next four games. Yeah, now you've got that one game under your belt. Hopefully the jitters for some of those new players are, uh, have been and gone. Um, do, you, do you think having a game under your belt when you face Hong Kong, who obviously it'll be their first game, do you think that's going to benefit you? Yeah, it'll definitely benefit us. The more runs we have and the more team we play together, it's going to assist, you know what I mean? So I'm sure if we play how we've played in the last 20 minutes, we can. I'm very confident we can press Hong Kong. You know, I'm sure we can do that. What was the thing that most pleased you and where do you want to see the most improvement? The defence was really good considering the amount of amount of you know, ball they had. I was happy they scored four tries off kicks, you know, grubber kicks and rebounds and stuff like that. So realistically, there was a couple of lucky tries. But you make your own luck when you have a lot of balls. So that you know, we'll get a lot from that. We'll improve. We'll improve more with ball control. Um, we probably lack a little bit of structure 
around our um, A and B defenders. So we'll work on that during the week to make us a bit stronger around the middle. And I'm, I'm sure we'll be better against Hong Kong. That's Solomon Islands Rugby League coach John Jewis. Solomon Islands face Hong Kong on Sunday while Niue and Vanuatu are still to get their campaigns underway against Malta and Hungary, respectively. The Papua New Guinea men's cricket side is taking part in a T20 tri-series against Hong Kong and the National Academy. The latter side appears to be making up the numbers somewhat, but PNG coach Joe Dawes told Vinnie Wiley how the series would benefit his team. 2020 wise, we've got a big year with that next year, leading into the World Cup and taking the momentum that we had in Fiji. We're just looking to um, keep knowing the structure and how we want to play our 2020 cricket. We're pretty close to that, just trying to get the bowling right or the fast bowling right. And then yeah, you know, we've got some 50 over cricket, and we've got some a big tournament in April now with the two playoff, which gets us into that the ODI league and you know the number the seven teams that will hopefully play in the ODI league next year. So it's our first real 50 over cricket since Zimbabwe early in the year. So opportunity for us to then start to work out how we want to play that type of cricket and, and our structures. There are these lean periods where you go a long time without international competition. So especially at that 50-over level where it can be harder to come by. You know, I suppose when you have that opportunity, you've really got to take it and make the most of it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're lucky enough. We've got actually three games here, and then when we go to Hong Kong, we're just trying to work that out. But the, the six has been postponed for a year, so just working out what we're going to do to fill that period. But if we can get another three or even four other games there, you know, that's a good good, good taste for us. And, again, give us an opportunity to pick our sports for next year and moving forward. That's PNG cricket coach Joe Dawes. And that's the world in sport for this week from RNZ Pacific. I'm Korovaka Metaki Maata. Thanks for listening. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.